Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Pony Tales with myself, Chris Miller and Mr. David Team. David, how are you doing? Not bad. Not, not bad. bad. It's, yeah. um, it's not a great no, sort of but Leeds weekend win. feeling there. <laughs> Leeds won. Yeah, Leeds won. Okay, there you go. We've got, we've got something to cheer about. Um, I mean, uh, as we do each week on this show, we try to just break down a little bit of what's been happening in the football um, in general, Premier League especially, and also just uh, hearing a bit more about what you've been up to and obviously throughout your career as well. First of all, we've got to start with Arsenal because it was a. I know we're going to do this. I don't want to do this every week for you, obviously, yeah. but you know, it was really something else to witness this week against Liverpool. A 4 0 loss, but it wasn't really just a loss, was it? No, it was, um, it was the way that they lost, um, the way that they played, which really surprised me, you know, which really started me thinking, hang on, what is going on? Um, because I was seeing players being unprofessional, mm. I was even seeing players not trying. A lot of them looked like they were playing for them, trying to play for themselves, um, and it was really disappointing to see that. You know, I've never, I can't remember seeing that in an Arsenal team before. Do you think that it's sort of down to the sort of psychological effect of, of a consistent barrage of negative stories and and this the egos potentially at the club, people looking to move away? That that all that all them all them mixed in doesn't help. Mm. But um, as, as a player, you should be able to deal with that. You know, because that used to happen when I was there. You know, with other players, it happened with me, and it always happens. You know, so as players, you, you need to be able to deal with that. And then when you get out there on a Saturday, you, you play to your best. You know, no matter what is going on. You know, and then if your teammate wants to get away and he's not playing his best, then that's down to the managers to get him off. Mm. You know, so things should be dealt with um, on the pitch. And at the moment, it's just. It was just so bad and it was so surprising. Is it enough to just ask that, th- that these players obviously put in a shift? I mean, because that should be expected anyway, but are they lacking that leadership, do you think? The thing that actually galvanises and, you know, the strong players, as you say, there were moments where, during your playing career, obviously when you were at Arsenal, where there would have been moments where certain players were having their heads turned or people weren't playing so well or there were negative stories. But I'm sure the big players in that squad were the ones who pulled everyone together. Is that a fair point? Yeah, definitely. You know, you... I've played with people with people like Tony Adams and Patrick Vieira, you know, in midfield and in in, in central defence, where you know they would spot you, you know, they would single you out, you know, or they'd give you, you know, words of confidence, you know. But at the moment, it doesn't seem like that at Arsenal. You know, I still say that we need a centre half and, and a strong midfield player, um, you know, and people are saying oh about Sterling, about Aguero, and all these sort of players, but we. <laughs> We don't need them. Mm. Oh, oh, all right, yeah, they'd be great in the team, but that's not what the team needs right at this moment. I'd take Torre rather than Sterling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's it. You need a little bit of grit and some strength yeah. in there. Um, it, how much fault can be laid um, at Arsene Wenger's feet right now? What did you, you know, what are your thoughts about where his, you know, where his managerial skills are playing into? He, he must be puzzled right now because what he saw on on Saturday was was not good. But Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> bank holiday weekend. Bank holiday, all yeah. blended into one. Yeah, um, yeah. What he saw on Sunday was not good, um, but he's he's got work to do. You know, he, he made a strange choice in putting Sanchez in for me, you know, and left uh, Lacazette on the bench. You yeah. know, Sanchez's first game. Some strange so, decisions. But though. yeah, but he's, he's he'll deal with that. You know, and I don't, I, I wouldn't criticise him because I've got too much respect for him. Definitely. Um, in terms of you know going to slightly more. I wouldn't say positive news, but um, football in general, we've, we're seeing the end of the transfer window come in now. We've got some pretty like crazy fees have been paid all yeah. summer and they're now just starting to 
finish off in exactly the same vein. What does it? How does it make you feel when you see uh, players of eighteen years old with you know maybe twenty goals in their entire career going for one hundred and thirty <laughs> odd mil and and like you know to think that you with a career as you had um, and the quality that you brought to you know combined fees of 1.9 million we worked out the other day which is just I mean crazy how much do you think you would have gone for nowadays I mean it's kind of yeah exactly but it's it's what it is you know and it's the going rate you know players wages when I was playing I was on decent money you know so I was on a good going rate you know and the going rate now has just gone sky high you know as in the transfer fees the transfer fees is nothing to do with the player that's Mm -hmm. what's agreed between the clubs um, you know, so the clubs are partly to blame. You've got owners that have got mega money to spend. Um, so yeah, it, it's whatever it is. It, the, the money side doesn't bother me. It's just, you know, I'm more interested in what's going on on the field. Absolutely. Well, uh, as a Tottenham fan, I'm not going to sort of like wish you the best in terms of for <laughs> Arsenal, but we'll see what happens. Um, you guys have got Europa League coming up. There's some interesting uh, teams in there. We've got teams from Belarus, Serbia. Um, so there's going to be some big trips. Yeah. You know, from your playing days, do you remember? I mean, we talked about one particularly like difficult trip to Apoel. Yeah. Um, I mean, what were some of the really kind of crazy places that you visited? I'm not trying to sort of basket these Eastern European countries into certain things, but sometimes yeah. facilities can be lacking, crowds can be particularly uh, intense, you know, and obviously the flight and it's midweek, I mean, what do you, what do you remember from um, from back in the day where, where you sort of really had to travel to some difficult spots? You do get some some hard games, you know, I remember going to, um, to Russia and playing, you know, and it's like freezing cold yeah. and places like that, but um, yeah, it's just, you know that they're going to be hard, even if they're you know, not one of the top sides. You know, you're in for a hard day. Um, you know, like you said, the traveling's not good. Then getting back, you don't get your day off. Yeah. <laughs> Do they even have days off? I don't know. Now, you know, we used like look so much forward to our day well, this off. Is the thing. I remember the, the, the Tuesday club at Arsenal yeah, used to yeah. have the Tuesday club specifically because Wednesday wasn't I used, training. I used to like miss that sometimes. I got fishing. Yeah. Well, there you go. So <laughs> I'd rather have gone fishing and got drunk. Absolutely. <laughs> well, it kind of is, it does. It is crazy to think of how football looking. Um, sort of be you know get through the day having you know being hung over I mean remember stories of hearing these guys playing drunk sometimes in moderation yeah but (laughs) for um, for you winding down during um, during during a season with your days off and stuff it was always fishing with a bit of golf yeah it was was golf uh, to start with but um, sometimes I'd walk on the course I'd walk off the course more frustrated than I'd walk on it because I played rubbish so I was defeating the object I was trying to relax and uh, then I took up the fishing yeah I got right into that, yeah, and, and really enjoyed it. I still, I still play my golf now, you know, so... Yeah, you're, you're, I, I you're golf. a decent golfer, aren't I'm you? Really I play off six, so... Very nice, very yeah. nice. I actually uh, played t- five the other day, which was very surprising. Well, so you could be going into the sort of celebrity league, <laughs> you know, golf <laughs> tournaments. Yeah, seniors. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> um, in terms of uh, the fishing and stuff, is that just because it sort of gives you that kind of tranquility, that mm-hmm. kind of peacefulness away from the 50,000 fans yeah. or the, you know, sometimes I like, imagine abuse coming from the away fans? Yeah, totally. You know, you're out in the countryside on your own and, and just enjoying it, you know, enjoying looking around, watching the wildlife, you know, and then catching a few fish as well. Yeah, if, you, if you're Big lucky. Fish. Big fish, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we're gonna just go to a couple of Twitter questions because we've had some come in. Um, first of all, we've got Tommy Gun 105 Thanks, Tommy Gun 105 uh, What are your thoughts on the Europa League draw? Um, do you see them being able to win this, essentially, is what he said. Um, can they win it and get back into the Champions League that way? Obviously, getting a trophy like in the Europa League would be fantastic anyway. Yeah, you know, doing what Man United did would be ideal. Um, 
but it depends what sort of team he puts out. Mm. Um, if he's if he's going to go for it, you, we'll see. We'll see with the teams that he puts out whether it's really strong or whether he's giving people games. It's uh, it's hard to tell at the moment. But I would I would go and try and win it. Mm. You know because even when we won, we played in the Cup Winners Cup final. You know we played in that a few times and it was brilliant. Mm. You know I loved it. It was um, it was different to Champions League, but. Um, we're not in Champions League, so we're in a Europa League thing. Where go out and try and win it. Do players sort of notice the difference? I know it sounds silly, but like you've got Champions League. I know it's got, there's all this sort of the teams are of a higher quality. But I mean, when you're playing the second rung of yeah. best teams in Europe, it can't be too much different. At the end of the day, you're playing in Europe midweek. Still got similar vibes to it, right? Yeah, exactly. Because a lot of the teams that are in it have been in the Champions League already. You know, so it's it's not a great deal of difference. Just a different yeah. Thing. So, so do you think maybe this could be something, I mean, if Arsenal get their act together, actually, this could be a, a nice um, welcome break from, from Premier League football sometimes, potentially? So, it could be, but it's, you know, the Premier League's the bread and butter, you know, yeah. they, they want to do really well in that, um, you know, and we'll see how serious they're going to take it with, with what teams that he puts out there. Um, we've got Spurs lad 28 Arsenal got hammered 4-0 at the weekend this is going to be a good one can you see them avoiding relegation this season okay it was I'll talk to next up as we love doing on Ponytails we're going to do a quiz because yeah. we're very very good at quizzes but we're trying harder and harder to beat you and also get our facts right because we have um, made some mistakes haven't we mm. yeah yeah. Um, so this one is another where are they now so this is players oh. that you would have played with at Arsenal yeah. um, this is a fan favourite for Ponytail so okay. you know, you've got to you've got to really show your stuff right now question one Neil Heaney do you remember Neil? yes I do yeah okay winger who played eight yeah. games for Arsenal between 1989 and 1994 where is he now? running a firm of solicitors specialising in Spanish property B owns a chain of sports shops in the Middlesbrough area. C, writes and performs poetry for schools around the northeast. Oh, I'm struggling. Um, oh, yeah. okay, okay. What's um, it, Neil, do you, you remember Neil then, do you? Yeah, I remember him, yeah, being a winger, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, quite a quiet lad as well. Yeah? Yeah, but... Um, so would any of these... So uh, I would say... I cannot see him writing poetry. <laughs> I'm going go to go for perform it as well. for the sports shops. Sports shops, you're going for B? Yeah. The answer is A, I'm afraid. He runs a firm of solicitors specializing in Spanish property. So, wow. next time you want to pick up the next uh, mm. sort of Spanish villa <laughs> on the portfolio, yeah. Neil, give him a call. Um, right, number two, Andy Linnigan. Yes. Oh, Linnigan. Scored a cup final winner. He certainly did. <laughs> he won the FA Cup yeah. in uh, 1993 with you guys. Um, defender played 118 times for Arsenal between 1990 and 1997. A, where is he now? A, coaching at St. Albans City in the National League South. Mm-hmm. B, he's a plumber. C, hosts his own radio show on BBC Radio Norfolk. I know this. Oh, okay. <laughs> plumber. He's a plumber. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> He's got a charge of premium for turning yeah. up to do pipes and he scored an <laughs> FA Cup final winner. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, C. Sorry, C. Three. Gavin McGowan. Remember Gavin? Ooh, I do, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know what he's doing you know now as well. Do you need... Do you, do you need the... Hairdresser. <laughs> oh, no, I don't have a hairdresser. No. Okay, oh, we'll try this. Oh, McGowan. No, 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 sorry. I'm getting somebody mixed up. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. fine. No, no. He's not... Okay. It's Gavin McGuire at QPR. Right. Sorry. <laughs> so we've got Gavin McGowan. He was a defender who played seven games for Arsenal right. between 92 and 98. 
so it was sparsely sparsely populated <laughs> with his um, with his starts there um, A he's a PE teacher in Croydon B he's a photographer catering mainly to weddings and bar mitzvahs <laughs> C he's a Catholic priest in Northern Ireland all brilliant choices wow right? yeah um, I'm totally guessing but I'm going to go A the answer is A. He's a PE teacher wow. in Croydon. Give for Gavin. Be some kids. Like Gavin some... Maguire. Yeah. Well, he's an hairdresser. Oh yeah. Well, now we know. If anyone's wondering what Gavin Maguire from QPR is up to nowadays, does well, that's it happen? Um, <laughs> okay. So number four. Um, what are we on here? You've got two out of three so far. Yes. Okay. Uh, Stuart Taylor. He's a goalkeeper. Yes. You love goalkeepers. <laughs> goalkeeper who played 18 games for Arsenal between '97 and 2005. Is he A, the main investor in a company which imports antique benches? He's B, retraining as a barrister? Or C, third choice goalkeeper at Southampton? Is he still playing? That's the question. I think he's still playing now. Who was I speaking to the other day? I'm going to go still playing at Southampton. So I'm sure I was speaking to somebody and they mentioned about him being a number three. You've got, you got yes, yeah, so you pick up all this, because yeah. this, that is correct. You picked up all these little bits of these tidbits of knowledge. Because he was a, he went to Villa, didn't he? He went to Villa. Went to Villa after Arsenal. All oh, right. Yeah. yeah, and then now he's a third choice keeper at Saints. Wow. Just I'm sure he's enjoying life. Yeah. Um, number five, Reese Weston. Defender who made his Arsenal debut in the same game as Ashley Cole. Wow. S- seven caps for Wales. A, is he working as a dairy farmer outside Wrexham? B, middle manager at a golf travel company? C, owns a winter clothing company called Reese's Fleeces? <laughs> like ponytails. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I'm not sure about this, but hopefully he's the golf guy. He is. He's a middle manager at a golf travel company. So, from this quiz, we know where you can get your next Spanish villa and a great game of golf uh, out in in the Mediterranean somewhere. Um, awesome. Well, congratulations. Four out of five. So, it's not, not 100% this time, yeah. but still very, very good. Some, you know, you've obviously played with a lot of players, obviously, during your time. Is, is it interesting to find out where some of them do end up once they've finished up playing? Because it's, yeah, it must be weird. a tough transition as well. It's weird sometimes because you know, these, these guys were the guys that didn't quite make the first team. Yeah. You know, so obviously when they retire, they, they haven't, they've not made enough money through playing football. Yeah. So they've got to do other stuff and it's, it must be hard. It yeah. It must be quite hard to, to go and do that. Definitely, because, you know, we, I think we always see the, the, the cream at the top of these, yeah. but these clubs are, are often got, you know, 20, 30 players on the books somewhere, yeah. you know, and, and, and they're making a living out of playing football, but, you know, football ends at, around yeah, the you know, you know, mid 30s like they they've only made like 10 appearances and, yeah. you know, and stuff like that you know so it's yeah it must be a difficult change yeah um, for, your, for yourself when you finished football um, was there like a clear decision about what you wanted to do um, did you did you sort of know, go I'm going to take a bit of time off or I'm going to really focus on a particular no, project no I didn't I just wanted to have time off because mm-hmm. um, I got I got offered jobs as full time coach goalkeeping coach yeah um I got offered one at Chelsea, believe it or not. And then one at at your place. Oh, really? I was like, "Mm, Harry and Harry is just like, he doesn't even think about that kind of stuff. I was like, sorry, any other place, but not there. um, Wait till you go to the next club, Harry. Or the next one. one. But I didn't want that, you know, because that would have gone back to football hours, as I call it. Yeah. You know, which is like hotels and games and all training every day and and not really many holidays. And then when the holidays are there, they're not in kids. 
Yeah. But they're still in school term, you know, so it gets difficult. And no, I wasn't ready for that. You know, I did, uh, I just did stuff I wanted to do. Yeah. I'm saying, obviously, there was a the big appearance on the dancing with uh, dancing, yeah, dancing on ice, on ice which meant that you got to, I mean, completely different to football, but still yeah, but incorporating athleticism and yeah, exercise. Stuff like that, you know, that, that interests me. You know, I went out to, um, I went out to Brazil, you know, working out there doing the penalty shootout thing, which was brilliant. Met Pele. Yeah. Oh, amazing. You know, not not there, but actually met him on the plane yeah, on yeah, the yeah. same flight as yeah, me, yeah. which was awesome. <laughs> but, um, you know, th- and things like that, going up Kilimanjaro and, yeah. you know, just all sorts of different stuff. And, you know, people say to me, oh, do you miss it? And I'm like, no, I've yeah. not missed it since day one, since I retired. Yeah. You know, I've, I've had a great time and I'm still out. Brilliant. Well, we're very glad to share some of this time with you every week as well here on Ponytail. So thanks again, Dave, for talking to us. Um, everyone at home, keep tuning in for Ponytails and make sure that you play spotocash.com every week. All you've got to do is decide where the centre of the ball should be in an image. And if David picks that same pixel uh, in the image, then you will win £10,000 every single week we do that. Um, Dave, thanks again. Pleasure. Everyone at home, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Pleasure.